You're in a Fenestration Conversation, where Canada's window and door industry talks about the things that matter to our businesses. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fenestration Conversations. I'm Pat Flannery. Today, I spoke with Leon Wasser. Leon is the uh, director of the School of Energy at the Resilient World Institute. He is also the vice chair of the uh, Sustainable Energy, Ontario Sustainable Energy Association, sorry. Um, and therefore, he is really well positioned to speak to us about uh, energy advisors. Uh, we all have had uh, more to think about with energy advisors than perhaps before, with the uh, Greener Homes Grant being launched by the federal government and uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the frustrations in, uh, in getting those grants uh, over to our customers. Uh, it is, though, uh, part of what the government wants to do to try to drive higher uh, performing windows and doors installations in houses uh, across the country uh, for the foreseeable future. So I think one way or another, this program is going to be with us and uh, and people are going to want to take advantage of it. But one of the big uh, drawbacks, as we all know, has been the availability of energy advisors, uh, finding them, um, especially in areas outside of the major metropolitan areas of the country. Uh, it's been difficult. There aren't enough. Uh, everyone is aware of this issue. And so I wanted to have uh, Leon on uh, because they are involved in training energy advisors and uh, also offering uh, those services. And Leon has lots of knowledge about uh, the program itself, uh, what's required to become an energy advisor, what their skill set is, what the training looks like. And uh, at the end, we got into the suggestion that perhaps window and door companies should look at training their own in-house energy advisors, which apparently is something that can happen uh, and uh, might be a good option for all of us to look at in order to keep those uh, sales of high-performing uh, windows and doors going and to take advantage of these government grants that are out there. So uh, also there's uh, possibilities down the future uh, to take advantage of some performance path uh, compliance with energy codes in the various provinces and uh, energy advisors uh, in your uh, department and in your uh, company could probably help with that too. So with uh, no further ado, please uh, enjoy my conversation with uh, Leon Wasser of the Resilient World Institute. Okay, very excited today to be here with Leon Wasser. Leon is the director of the School of Energy for the Resilient World Institute and he is vice chair of the Ontario Sustainable Energy Association, OSEA. Leon, really great to have you with us. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so Leon, let's start out by um, you giving us, uh, I guess, a little bit about your, yourself and your background, just do a little uh, introduction and, and then maybe tell us a little bit about, uh, about those two organizations you're part of. We're, we're gonna be having a discussion uh, today, of course, about uh, about energy advisors and a lot of the uh, the, the the issues and the and the, the I guess just informing people about about that whole program and uh, and 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 before we get into that, let's just get a little bit of your background and talk a bit about the institutions that you're a part of here. Sure. Uh, so I'm a founding member, actually, of the Ontario Sustainable Energy Association, and it was created back in 2009 when the Liberal government government under George Smitherman's uh, leadership uh, introduced the Green Energy and Economy Act, which revolutionary, revolutionized uh, the way that, uh, that we looked at energy in Ontario, which prior to that was very uh, hierarchical, uh, top down, and involved nuclear and 
uh, and uh, hydroelectric power facilities, especially Niagara Falls. And the uh, OSEA was created to advocate for uh, new um, energy conservation measures and renewable energy generation measures, solar, wind, geothermal, all those things. Um, and uh, about five years ago, um, uh, I was involved in the creation of Resilient World Institute, a school which, uh, which was uh, uh, created to train uh, energy professionals and other professionals, architects, engineers, developers, property managers on how to use energy more creatively and, uh, and, and uh, efficiently, especially as Canada's uh, commitments under the, uh, under the uh, Paris Accord came into, into effect. So uh, I still uh, am the vice chair of the Ontario Sustainable Energy Association, but I, but I, I am now the, uh, also the director of the uh, School of Energy of Resilient World Institute, which is, does training, which is why I think we're here today. That is exactly why we're here today. Couldn't couldn't think of a better person to uh, to, to to fill us in on this whole energy advisor uh, uh, matter. And of course, the reason that people in the window and door industry are are especially focused on this right now is uh, is the Greener Homes Grant, the federal program that uh, incentivizes um, uh, homeowners to upgrade their uh, their windows and doors to uh, more energy efficient uh, models and and designs. And uh, and but as part of that, uh, getting that incentive, uh, you have to have an energy audit uh, from an energy uh, an, an Energuide uh, advisor, Energuide certified, I should say, advisor. And um, and this is uh, you know this is something that uh, at least for now appears to have been creating some bottlenecks. Uh, but uh, I think it's something that everyone would benefit from from knowing more about and 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 maybe seeing uh, what the future directions for that are. So. Leon, let's um, let's start off. First of all, I, the energy advisor is not a new thing. Um, this is uh, uh, there have been Energuide energy advisor uh, certifications, I believe, for many years, uh, possibly going back uh, even to the '80s. I'm not sure. You can probably tell better than I can when when that started. But um, give me a little bit of background on on just what an energy advisor is, and 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 sort of where it came from, and 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 what the what the, I guess the history of it is. Sure. So um, you're absolutely right. This is uh, actually the, the second round of, uh, of uh, energy advisors and energy uh, inspections uh, that we're experiencing in Canada. Uh, originally, the, uh, the uh, profession was set up under the federal eco energy program, which, uh, which uh, was uh, developed in the um, about 15 years ago, and it was that was a federal program. It was under, uh, it was uh, created by and led by uh, Natural Resources Canada, Energcan, and uh, I was involved actually in training. I did get trained at the time, uh, and the purpose of that was to uh, advocate for and and facilitate um, uh, energy retrofit pro uh, projects, which were just emerging at that point at the uh, at the at the. Uh, at the personal level, at the individual home level, let alone anything uh, at the commercial level. Uh, and so the purpose was to give uh, energy uh, experts and, 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 and lay people, everyone from contractors to, uh, to, uh, to uh, technology manufacturers, an opportunity to learn on how energy actually works, how to generate it, especially renewably, 
through solar through uh, at the individual uh, this uh, uh, level at the house level uh, from uh, uh, geothermal uh, solar hot water as, uh, in addition to solar photovoltaics which is brand new technology at the time and to teach um, professionals that they could go out and and, uh, and help uh, homeowners uh, and business uh, managers and property owners and property even developers uh, to, to manage the energy uh, in their facilities uh, much more efficiently. What went, uh, what one of the major, major thrusts of the, er, of the early program was in not in necessarily energy generation, although that was part of it, but also um, uh, energy conservation, uh, the power of uh, putting in uh, uh, insulation in your attic at the foundation level, but uh, uh, and in the walls, but almost right at the top of the list, um, and that's why we're talking about today, is uh, advocating for newer energy efficient windows. In the 60s and the 70s, many of the windows that went into buildings, whether they were houses or high-rise buildings at the time, apartment buildings, uh, were single pane. Uh, by the time the uh, the 1990s rolled around, and we started looking at uh, at energy conservation, and then later on also we focused on greenhouse gas emission reductions. We realized that that uh, that multi-pane windows with thermal breaks between them, and we'll get into this more a little bit later, uh, and uh, and filling the space between the windows with argon gas, krypton gas, or other gases, could actually dramatically reduce the energy consumption of the house and also make it more comfortable. So, so, but nobody at that point in time knew how to do it. So the a program was created. It was run directly out of Ottawa by Enercan. And they sent uh, uh, trainers across Canada to, to, to provide at least uh, initial uh, training uh, program, very, very informal. I went to them myself, uh, not very structured. There were no exams. Uh, but to at least introduce the new concepts of energy conservation and energy generation uh, to the market. So that was that was the inception. That's that's. And we'll talk about. I will talk about the current version. Right yeah, yeah. That, that's that, that's that's what we're getting to next for sure. That's so that's interesting. The original. So the the original iteration of this was was really uh, uh, more of a training training the industry uh, uh, type idea in the in the in the in the basic concepts. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, what? Where are we at today? Obviously, the the, the greener homes grant has come along, um, and it looks like the energy guide advisors are are playing more of a oh a, 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 an auditing a consultancy role, uh, more or less right at the right at the homeowner level. Tell tell me about that. Sure. Uh, so the uh, Canada's de uh, decided uh, in order to meet its uh, Paris Accord twenty thirty goals. That the only way to achieve that and to achieve the uh, the uh, greenhouse gas GHG reductions that uh, that we needed, uh, we would have to focus on two key things. One is reducing uh, vehicle emissions, which is why there's all types of strategies in place now for EV and hydrogen cars, and we're and more fuel efficient cars. But the other the other forty percent of the emissions in Canada are generated actually by by buildings. Uh, uh, and a lot of that is actually generated in single family homes more than, because the actually commercial buildings, especially anything that's been built in the last 30 years, has actually been uh, subject, in Ontario especially, uh, to uh, newer uh, 
uh, energy standards, the building code, the Ontario Building Code adopted about five, six years ago, the uh, SB10, the SB12, the sustainable building uh, requirements uh, for especially for commercial buildings. So uh, any high rise building that you see downtown is far more efficient than, uh, than the ones that were built 20 years before, just like your car is more efficient. But, um, but uh, the housing sector, which is the mass uh, of, uh, of buildings that we have in Canada, of course, uh, uh, were, were not all that efficient, especially the ones that were built, the huge numbers, millions that were built in the, in the 60s and 70s, uh, which, uh, which were, uh, which were uh, done quickly and, and uh, efficiently in terms of home construction, but really uh, did, not, uh, did not address uh, energy in any systematic way. Energy was in, in, in most of Canada, including Ontario, was, uh, was very, very inexpensive, still is actually compared to most of the globe, compared to Europe, compared to Asia. But um, so, 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 so things were built cheaply. Also, there was no incentive to, uh, to build more efficiently. So, uh, but, but the, uh, what, what uh, Canada, the federal government decided under the, uh, under its, uh, uh, it's a, a Paris uh, Accord uh, commitment that the best way to achieve the, the reductions of GHG uh, and and also uh, energy savings and therefore dollar savings for the for the mass of Canadians would be to to have a program that actually went directly to individual family homes, and uh, and that was the the uh, the underpinning of the. Uh, of the new Canada Greener Homes program. And that program is huge. We're, it is a $2.7 billion program that is gonna be, uh, that was rolled out in, in August of uh, last year, August of uh, 2021, just before the election. And it's designed to provide uh, $5,000 uh, uh, incentive grants, both for conservation and for generations so of solar panels, and solar hot water and things like that, but mostly for for energy conservation measures because that's really where the problem is. It's the it's all those buildings that are very very leaky, and um, and that would provide that 2.7 billion dollars would provide enough money for 700,000 retrofits over a period of seven years. So this is not a short term program. This program uh, is designed was designed to run from uh, 2021 all the way through 28 uh, and um, and uh, and uh, but just in time to meet 2030 which is the key the key number for the for the Paris Accord and uh, and the idea is to retrofit as many uh, homes as possible uh, under the envelope and one of the key areas of course that we're going to be exploring a little bit more deeply is infenestration in windows because windows are huge huge factor of uh, in, in heat loss. Heat loss means more gas that's, that has to be uh, burnt down in your uh, in the in the basement through your, your furnace. So uh, so the, so so this is very, very key and very, very fundamental to, to the program, but it, it is it is a long a large, large scale and long term program, not a not, not something that's going to happen overnight and everybody understands that. And and so what the uh, and then what that what that grants laid out I believe is that the energy guy the ener energy advisor has to come in uh, uh, beforehand and create a uh, create a, uh, a series of recommendations 
for what's needed. And then, and then I believe they authorize that again at, 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 at the end of it. Can you just, can you explain how that works? Sure, and, uh, and, and because you introduced that, you actually reminded me of something that I, that I skipped. <laughs> uh, the, there's a $5,000 grant for homeowners, uh, up to $5,000, uh, depending on what, what, what investments, uh, energy conservation or anything, energy generation investments you make in your home. But there's also $600 on the table towards the cost of an energy audit because somebody has to pay for it. And uh, the government want, does not want there to be an obstacle for, uh, you know, that, that people won't do this because they, they, they have to have a, a mandatory uh, uh, energy audit. So they, there's $600 available also in addition to the 5,000 for energy audits. So these energy audits, and going back right to your question, are required right at the beginning of, of a project before, uh, and, and this has to be initiated by the homeowner. So you have to actually go into, into the government system register and you, and you pick a, a energy auditor. And, uh, and the auditor will come to your home to, to a complete audit, starting with a blow door test, which is they put a door on top of your door and, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, pump, pump air into the, uh, into the house to see if it, how, how leaky it is including around the windows, because that's a major area of leakage. Uh, but they also then walk through your home and say, oh, you've got single pane windows here. You've got old style uh, uh, storm windows there. You've got a single door instead of a, a no storm door in the back. And, um, and uh, your, your furnace is, uh, is, uh, is, is pretty much obsolete and your, uh, and your hot water tank is, is, is burning too much gas too. So that's what they do, walk around with a, with a figurative clipboard, but uh, these days it's an iPad, and, uh, and go through your house and, and do, a, do, a, do a check off. What happens with that report, it, goes in, it gets submitted by the energy advisor on your behalf uh, to the federal government. There's, a, there's an intermediary step, but it doesn't matter, uh, but it goes through an energy, uh, every, every Canada's carved into a number of regions and goes through actually a regional office and then eventually it gets uh, to uh, to Ottawa and they add, and they take all the uh, all the measures and all the all the calculations that the energy advisor has done through the energy audit they run it through a program called an uh, energy modeling program it's a computer program called hot 2000 which also happens to be developed by um, by uh, natural resources Canada and hot 2000 takes that the you know the square footage of windows and the and, and the thickness of your walls and the and the type of furnace and the type of hot water tank you have and and creates a model of your a virtual model a digital twin of your of your house and then calculates how much energy you you're probably using right now based on where you're located in Canada because Toronto's not the same as Calgary or not the same as Yellowknife and uh, they'll estimate, and, and, and we have different fuels, different parts of the country. So we have some places use electricity, some places use natural gas, and they'll calculate how much energy you currently use, how, much, how many GHG, how many greenhouse gas uh, units in, in cubic meters you're, you're producing. And then most importantly, it says, okay, if you do the following measures, that the that the uh, that the energy auditor has recommended, you will change your profile, and here is your new model, and here is how much energy you're using, and here's, here's how much it will cost, and most importantly, from the GHG uh, perspective, is how many how many cubic meters of gas can you can you save, and how does that 
uh, translate into GHG. So that the third step of the process and that happens all in Ottawa is that they send that report back to the to the auditor. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the homeowner has 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 contacted um, contractors, suppliers of windows, doors, um, you know, uh, solar panels or other other measures, and uh, and have gotten quotes, but they can't do that before before the audit, uh, and they. Uh, uh, and they've advised the uh, the uh, the advisor, and then they go ahead and do those uh, those measures, and then they call up the energy advisor to do a post uh, construction inspection. The uh, the uh, the auditor uh, verifies that the measures that he recommended, and they don't. Have, so if they he might recommend ten measures, they only did five measures. They did the windows, the doors, and the and the solar panels, but they didn't do the insulation upgrade. And and here and then they give the uh, show the uh, the uh, the bills to the auditor and the auditor verifies the authenticity of it and the sends that report the revised final report to Ottawa and and Ottawa Entercan sends the uh, the homeowner a check both for the cost of the energy advisors which is about six hundred dollars and for the measures that are done up to five thousand dollars. How specific are the are the energy advisors' recommendations there, Liana? Is it is it generally like I think you should go up to triples here, and then and then sort of whatever you get is what you get as as long as as long as it's Energy Guide uh, uh, Energy Star, I should say, certified, or how does that work? The, the the and we'll talk a little bit about the training. The training is very very rigorous for these people, mm -hmm. and they will be very specific. They will sell say. This in, in, in this and this and your the southeast uh, facing windows can be um, double pane or argon clear uh, filled, but the northwest ones should be triple pane and uh, and, uh, and, uh, and and krypton or or, or vice versa. Uh, they, they might say the southeast ones should also be low E uh, glazing. Uh, with a reflective uh, uh, coating on the inside, uh, but on the north, uh, on the north and the west facing ones, not. It, they'll be, they will be very, 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 very prescriptive in terms of the uh, the, the HVAC system. They will tell you what type of water heaters that uh, that you really should recommend. Whether it should be a flash, whether it should be electric, whether it should be gas, whether it should be uh, uh, high efficiency or super high efficiency. And so these they, they they will be quite specific. That's interesting. I did not know that. I, I thought it was just going to be a case of yes, you need a window upgrade, or no, you don't. And and okay, that's 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 good. And, and, and under the old system, the federal government system that was done twenty years ago, that's exactly what happened. And what happened was the government gave out money for upgrades that weren't really, you know, um, you know, they were substandard. So yeah. so the, the new system is is very tightly regulated, and and the e and the energy advisors are the gatekeepers. Do they drill right down to U value, ER value? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. All right. So okay. So you're getting you're getting a nice list of uh, of uh, of real specs there. So that's 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 helpful because of course, like you say, that that that's going to be the complaint of the of, of our dealers and our the, the audience here is is if you're not getting a uh, if, if you're not getting a real recommendation that you can hang your hat on, there's just so many ways to game it. And uh, and and that that takes a lot of that out of that. So that's uh, that's good to know. And and the industry, from my discussions with Sawdak, with my industry, and uh, the discussions with Fenestration Canada, they are that is something that, you know, that they are particularly concerned about because previously in the last round of uh, of uh, 
of retrofits, people, you know, you know, the, the, the not the A, the A team, but the C team of uh, window installers just put in whatever, and and it wasn't regulated, and and the and the industry lost 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 out, and the and the really good performers were not rewarded, and or, you know uh, that 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 so the new the new system should have hopefully correct all that. The famous green on branded windows that suddenly appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> exactly, yeah. you know it better than me. Exactly, so. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you mentioned the qualifications of the energy advisor. What uh, what kind of training do these people have? Okay. There's a there's a very limited number of places you can actually train as an energy advisor. In the first round, again, that was all done by energy um, by Enercan uh, and, uh, and and its own staff, and that was that was very informal and uh, and there was no like I said no uh, as I said before there were no exams and it wasn't it wasn't wasn't very tightly controlled but uh, you know it was the beginning of the game uh, and that was 20 years ago things have changed so uh, a number of places uh, a couple of community colleges uh, and we were one of the private institutes that work across Canada um, to 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 do the rigorous training that's required to become an energy advisor it's a lot harder today to become. Uh, to, to get the same uh, same uh, you know PhD that uh, that that was relatively easy 175 years ago, perhaps. Uh, but so uh, in for instance in our course, um, it's in two sections, um, and each section is designed specifically to uh, to prepare students to pass the. Uh, uh, a national exam. Again, that's you'll you'll keep on hearing about it. Enercan. Enercan is driving the bus on this program. Enercan has, uh, in conjunction with creating the program, created uh, an actual series of uh, very rigorous exams. Two of them. One, the first one is called Energy Advisor Foundations, and the second one is just simply called Energy Foundations. But that uh, energy energy uh, advisor, energy advisor foundations, and energy advisors. Uh, the uh, the exams are administered are, are designed and administered uh, by the by the federal government um, and training institutions both private and public uh, prepare uh, prepare uh, students for that exam with a fairly rigorous uh, training program. I know that in our case, our our uh, our uh, energy advisor foundations course is several hundred slides but 300 slides uh, you know powerpoint slides so it's so there's uh, covering a, an awful lot of material and the final exam is even more rigorous and these are multi-hour exams the, the the ones that are mistered uh today you could do them online they used to be only in, in test centers and uh but now, now you could do them uh, online and um uh what's interesting is that although uh one point at the beginning program, there were quite a few, uh, you know, maybe two dozen or so uh, training institutions across the country involved in this. A lot of them dropped out because it's really hard to uh, to train um, to 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 train uh, people. And training is is, is hard work. as any teacher, uh, and uh, but also the, uh, the the level of uh, of expertise that the Enercan was looking for uh, in this uh, uh, this round of. Uh, of, uh, of uh, energy uh, conservation, but also energy capacity building. That's one of the terms we keep on hearing from the government, energy capacity building. They want 
they want to create a coterie, uh, a, a, a squad of, of highly trained energy managers that could, you know, start in the building industry, but sp spread across the whole the whole economy. Um, because they're, even though the, as we said right at the beginning, uh, housing is the num number one generator of GHG, 40%, what's estimated of uh, all the GHGs produced in Canada is that there's other sectors that could use, that could also use energy expertise. But right now the, 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 the exam is, uh, is designed to, to, uh, to uh, train people to do home inspections specifically and, uh, and, to, and to develop uh, expertise in every aspect of the home from the foundation to the, uh, to, to, to the roof. And, um, and so it, 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 just as the, uh, the measures that are recommended are very specific, same thing uh, applies to the, uh, to, the, to the training. It is very specific. And uh, so we want our, our, the new generation of energy advisors to know the difference between single, single pane, seven, you know, dual pane, triple pane, um, you know, uh, aluminum, uh, you know, uh, PVC uh, and, other, uh, and other types of windows. What, what happens if you put this type of thermal break in? What happens if you don't put this thermal break in? What about the installation process? So they 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 want they want a new generation of energy experts, which doesn't really exist today, to be able to look at a house, whether it's a retrofit or or a new build, and and say these are all the measures that can make this this house close to net zero, which is the goal or passive, if you prefer the term. That means it uses it uses virtually no uh, no energy on a on a net basis, and uh, that that is the the current goal for uh, for for the Canadian building industry and the Canadian home industry. So they're going to have to have a high degree of knowledge for sure, because um, uh, some of the things that you're 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 talking about, and you you know this, you're doing the training uh, are are um, you know like th th these questions of you know what level of low E do you need on a, on a Southwest facing wall and, and so on and so forth. I mean, these, these are things building engineers struggle with uh, uh, to, to, to come up with the right uh, calculations for a lot of these things. So uh, they, they're definitely going to need a lot. They're definitely going to need to be um, uh, uh, very knowledgeable. Like I, 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 it won't be able, well, tell me if I'm wrong. I, it seems to me, it can't really be just a matter of ticking boxes on a, on a, okay, this condition, therefore that, I mean, you're, you're going to have to have some, some background knowledge of the, of the, the actual principles at work, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm a trained engineer. I, 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 yeah. and I designed buildings, high rise shopping centers, all types of things. Um, but it wasn't part of my paradigm. And 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 it and it's got to be a team approach because it's not good enough for the architect who does the des design of the building envelope, including the windows, uh, to know how to how to do all the stuff. He has to work with an engineer who's designing the HVAC system, and ultimately he's got to. They, they both have to work with the builder, uh, who's uh, who's actually going to put this in place. Because if you have a a super uh, a super efficient window and you install it incorrectly so that you're creating air gaps or, uh, or thermal, or, or thermal uh, bridging uh, between the window and the, and the frame of the building and the, and the, and the house itself, that you, all, all that energy that you've saved because of great windows could be lost through uh, the perimeter of the window, the, uh, the gaps that you've created. So, it's, it's so, so, and that's why we're talking about creating a, uh, a cadre of energy experts. It's not because it, it it's not. It, it can't be just 
uh, one one discipline that's you know that's the energy expert, and uh, and it's one of the things that actually we spend an awful lot of time in the training program discussing is how to work as a team, um, and uh, uh, because each individual component it's 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 you know it's the weakest link of the chain, uh, and uh, and if you know if if the roofing insulator. Uh, does a poor job, then all the hard work that you've done in, in, in giving it, uh, installing it, uh, specifying installing an optimized uh, water heater or uh, or a uh, or a furnace or great windows uh, could be lost. So it has so so it's very very much part of creating that energy expertise on a on a community basis on a team basis that uh, that uh, that that this that this program uh, is championing. So let's so let's get right to it. That 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 leads to the the the, the nub of the issue that has uh, that has bedeviled uh, uh, the greener uh, homes grant program and and my 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 readers since its inception is the difficulty of finding uh, energy advisors and getting them uh, onto the projects uh, as fast as they want them as as fast as the the homeowner wants them. It certainly isn't a matter of uh, make a phone call and have somebody that week. Um, you're you, every, I, I mean, maybe people have had that experience, but, but it's just, there's a shortage. There's a shortage, yeah. I think. Uh, to, to, well, evaluate for me what, what, what is it, I guess, is it everywhere across the country? Uh, evaluate for me the supply of energy advisors and, and, and what's happening there. Okay. When they, when this program was launched uh, back in, in August of 2021, uh, we were told, I was, I was brought into a, uh, into a, uh, an announcement meeting with the, with the minister at the time. Uh, and that, uh, that 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 they recognized that uh, in order to have a successful program, that they would have uh, need to have uh, a sufficiently large uh, number of uh, of energy uh, advisors. They had uh, they they said at the time uh, that there were 800 uh, energy advisors that were trained under the old system, and I won't tell you what the average age of those guys were. <laughs> 15, 20 years before, and it wasn't the young guys that, that did the training, that got trained. So there were only 800 of those, that, uh, and, and they didn't even know how many were still active. Those were the people that they had in their database. They, they, uh, they surmised that they needed another 2,000, so they would more than have to uh, triple, the, almost triple the number of, uh, of energy advisors to, to roll out the program. And... Um, and uh, and and in particular, um, the even though even though it's still hard to find energy advisors in the in the GTHA, the Greater Toronto and Hamilton uh, area, or the Golden Horseshoe, that the rest of the country was actually even more impoverished. So there was really very very few of them when we heard about Saskatchewan and Northwest Territories, which has one for the whole territory, uh, and the wait list up there is a year. <laughs> so just for that for that individual so book early so the so the so the so they said that the, what we want is to uh is to um get a lot more uh training done and in particular uh, you know in other underserved areas including um in indigenous first nations there were there's virtually none in northern ontario or manitoba for instance uh and uh and other and other um Geographical areas, and also through uh, even in in the urban areas, there were they they uh, they um, they wanted to uh, uh, apply the uh, uh, federal uh, 
employment and diversification uh, programs. They want to see more women, new, new Canadians, visible minorities in the program. So that was that was that was what was announced in August. What happened at the end of August is uh, the uh, the writ was dropped and the election was called, and that whole program had to be put on ice because you can't launch a new program, in, in, including well, especially one that involves billions, not millions of dollars, during an election because then it could be uh, accused of being uh, politicized. So that whole process uh, actually was was suspended, and. Uh, uh, training companies like ours were, were told that we will get back to you when, uh, 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 with funding and with programs and leadership and everything, uh, you know, as soon as as soon as the uh, election is is dealt with. Uh, but that really didn't happen. <laughs> it happened sort of very slowly. And uh, in December of uh, of uh, uh, December fifteenth uh, last year. We actually, uh, through the Ontario Sustainable Energy Association, which I serve on, on I'm a, it's a volunteer organization, industry organization. We decided that we 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 ought to help the uh, the uh, the industry, help Canada, help the program, help the uh, the uh, the participants, including uh, the fenestration sector, and we will organize under our umbrella an event. And we did that. We had a couple hundred people to that, and and, and we had an incredible uh, panel led by incredible. <laughs> uh, moderator named Patrick Flannery, you, may, you might know him. I know, yeah, no one likes that guy very much, but I think he did an all right job that time. So that's I think he did a fabulous <laughs> job. Uh, but but what what did happen at the forum, and as Patrick, you would you would recall, is that we heard a lot of complaints about the fact that that there's not enough, uh, there there aren't enough uh, uh, energy advisors, there's not enough training, and there's uh, and uh, and and also there were. There were huge bottlenecks. Even if, if somebody managed to find uh, an energy advisor and, and got their report into Ottawa, that they were in in a queue, and and, and that that problem still still needs to be resolved. But um, but uh, for us at the uh, Resilient World Institute, going from my volunteer hat to my to my to my pure hat, uh, decided to ramp up our efforts and start marketing it and taking advantage of the changes that you know that uh, that happened in the market because of COVID. And instead of having classroom-based um, educational programs, we uh, we moved like everybody onto onto Zoom, and uh, we started training people across Canada, uh, not just in Toronto uh, or, or the GTHA, uh, uh, on uh, on how to become an energy advisor. Um, and uh, not uh, we didn't train as many people as we would have liked, but we we did start the process. Uh, and uh, and and but we realized that. Part of the problem is that we were working at it uh, ourselves, and so we thought that maybe we ought to reach out to uh, to some of the uh, organizations that we met for the first time and uh, uh, online through through the uh, OSEA connection through the uh, through the panel that we did, and so we uh, we we had met the leaders of of SADAC, the Siding and uh, and Door. Uh, uh, dealer Association, uh, Window Dealers Association of Canada, and Penetration Canada, and HRAE, and, and uh, the Installation uh, Industry, North American uh, Installation Manufacturers Association. So we 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 found out that 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 they that they uh, that they were feeling the pain directly of of this lack of energy advisors, and that maybe we uh, we ought to be talking to them more directly. 
So and I can bring you up to date on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I yeah, I want you to. How, how? Just tell me quickly before you do. How how fast can you crank out a new energy advisor? Okay, um, the way that we've structured our courses in order to because the, the new courses when they were introduced were far more rigorous than anything that they'd done before the federal government had done before. They're nothing like the ones that were done about 15 years ago. And so the failure rate actually is extremely high no. uh, or was high when they started uh, about a year ago, not even. Uh, so, um, so we at the Resilient World Institute decided to, to, to restructure our program and it worked well actually with online education. So we do uh, a three-part series, um, three, uh, three, um, um, uh, three weekly one-day series of uh, training uh, for the, each of the two exams. So, so each 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 course is uh, three weeks old, three weeks long, and we encourage our students to um, to um, to study in the week between because it's a lot to absorb in one day. And then we take a pause between our courses. We leave a, a one month for them to take uh, to take the exam and pass it. They could they give some two two opportunities to take the exam because you could do an exam uh, if you fail you could take it again 15 days later two weeks later and uh, and after that we find that most people pass the, the first exam the foundations exam and then we start uh, uh, the second half of the course uh, again th uh, three uh, um, three uh, um, subsequent weeks of one day training and um, and then they take the the final exam uh, so that that process takes typically uh, about uh, about four months so four months to from the time that you register uh, to the time that hopefully you'll, you'll pass the second exam some some for some people they, they might you know, the second exam particularly they might have to take it more than two times but by uh, after that they are they are fully trained and unavailable to the market okay so what's what's your assessment uh leon of where we are uh, in in hitting that that two thousand mark and is and, uh, of of energy advisors and is and is even that going to be enough? Um, the the two thousand would be great if we we were anywhere near that, but we're not. Um, one of the things that we found out through the process, one of the things that we were expecting and did not transpire uh, was uh, the uh, broad communication of the of the of the green energy. Uh, the Greener Homes uh, program by the federal government. You haven't seen any half-page ads in the paper yet, uh, although a lot of people apply for the grants. But uh, but we were hoping, as a training institute, that the federal government would promote the uh, uh, becoming a uh, certified uh, energy advisor as a, as a re really great career option, and that they would help promote the the uh, that uh, that development of that. Uh, expertise, uh, but that never did happen for uh, reasons that uh, that completely elude me, frankly speaking. Uh, but, um, but as a result, uh, we haven't trained as many uh, as many students because they're not finding us because they people don't know that uh, that the, that uh, that that this career option exists or that there are uh, training uh, institutions that could help them to uh, to develop what is, you know, a really valued skill. So that that, that leadership from the federal government just hasn't ha happened, and we've uh, we've uh, expressed that uh, to them. 
Um, and so what we've done uh, most recently is we've turned to the, to the to industry partners and we've had recent discussions with, uh, uh, with uh, SADOC with their, and including with their board, uh, did a presentation as recently as last week to the board uh, about creating uh, a joint uh, training program um, for the fenestration sector, because it is so, so key in terms of the success of this program, many of the uh, many homeowners are going to turn to uh, window retrofits uh, as one of their first measures. Uh, certainly, the energy advisors recommend that in many cases because, especially houses that are built in the 60s and 70s, many of them single family, single uh, pane windows, or a window with a storm window, which from a thermal perspective is almost useless. Um, and uh, and, uh, and, and, and uh, so there's a massive opportunity to, uh, uh, to do that. Also, windows are complex. Uh, most people have one water heater and one, and, and one air conditioner and one uh, furnace. Uh, air conditioners actually aren't even in this program, so forget about that uh, because it's all about GHG and, and emissions. But windows are, are complicated because they're diffuse, they're all over the house. It's even more complicated than, than, you know, than roof insulations, probably the most complicated um, um, uh, element of the, of, the, of the house energy equation. So, so we've, we've reached out to, uh, to our partners in the, in the, in the fenestration center, our sector, and we're, we are having a discussion about encouraging uh, window manufacturers, uh, suppliers, installers, trained, uh, either themselves or are working with um, with energy advisors as partners or in, independent energy advisors on, uh, on 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 a program that could build the uh, the uh, expertise capacity. There's that magic word again, capacity. Uh, otherwise, um, otherwise, uh, all those uh, all those people in the uh, in the value chain, supply chain, manufacturers, suppliers, distributors, the installers are are at a disadvantage, and they they can't. Uh, they can't achieve their goals, so um, so so those discussions have been started, and we'll and I think that we'll we'll see uh, something positive come out of that. Is it possible for the window and door dealer to have an energy maybe to train their sales staff as an energy advisor, or to have an energy advisor in house, or does that introduce conflicts of interest that the government will not allow? No conflict of interest on many HVAC contractors, uh, whether they're at the uh, at the at the uh, uh, single-family home uh, level or at their high-rise buildings, uh, have an energy uh, energy advisors or energy experts on staff. Uh, because if you're uh, if because if you're uh, if you are uh, an energy if you are a window manufacturer. Uh, that expertise that an energy advisor has is, is key to developing your next generation windows and to, and to creating the communication and marketing pieces that are to explain to, to, to the consumer, the ultimate purchaser, why they should go with, with one type of window versus the other. So that, no, that, 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 is, that is actually, that would be the, in, in, the, in the best possible world, um, the uh, manufacturer would uh, have that, uh, that expertise built in into their team. Uh, the uh, the dealers would have that expertise, and for sure the installers. Everybody needs to understand uh, the uh, you know what what are the what are the parameters that make a difference. 
to to uh, to to the uh, the the whole the whole value and supply chain, and so it's not a conflict of interest. It is a complementary skill, a necessary skill, in fact. So you can so you can you can sign your uh, let's say your sales uh, person up to uh, uh, one of your courses. Uh, they take a uh, what was it a what a one day course uh, every uh, for every week for three weeks. Yeah, is that correct? Uh, uh, then you have, they have, they have a month to take the exam, although they could take it sooner, presumably because it's online. Um, and then they, and then they do it again, uh, one day, one day a week for another three weeks. And then they take the final exam and then they're, and then they're out. So like you say, over a period of about four months, you could turn your, turn your salesman into also being an energy advisor and they could be handling all of this stuff, uh, uh, as well as yeah that, and that, getting that, 600 that, bucks on the project yeah it, it <laughs> is i mean there's this there's, 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 the because the um it'd be interesting the, because the energy advisors ultimately are governed by and report to Enercan. so they might be an employee they might be employed by the manufacturer or the installer but in terms of the energy audits, that uh, that energy audit is, is going to uh, is, is going to Enerscan for for analysis and review, and for modeling actually. Right, right. Um, but 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 you know, whether that that energy advisor is an independent agent, whether he works or she works for a uh, an energy auditing company, there are a number of them that are emerging. It's a new a whole new business. If you you, know, you could start a is, uh, you could start a whole business of just you know going you know putting a shingle up and 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 selling your services. You'd be a very popular person these days. You could put it on the uh, uh, you could put it on the on the uh, on the poles in the middle of intersections like yeah, uh, yeah. all the other <laughs> yeah yeah you could yeah could and uh, and uh, and yeah or they could even be and there's I don't see any reason I this I'm, I'm not an employment lawyer but uh, I don't see any reason why. You couldn't have it on uh, on staff, and also there's there's you know because the, there's the two roles. One is the actual inspection of the house, but it's two is is just understanding what it is that the, how how, how uh, uh, they talk about a system uh, a building as a system how a building as a system works, because the windows are part of an overall system, and there's really nobody who's looking at either uh, especially existing buildings. So for new buildings, there are there are programs like Energy Star for New Homes or, or Passive House or, uh, or um, Net Zero. There's some, some programs that are run by the National uh, and Ontario and Provincial uh, Building Associations for, um, uh, for new homes. But uh, there's nobody really, um, uh, there hasn't been really anybody uh, responsible for or trained for uh, evaluating uh, those millions and millions of houses that are spread across the country, and so uh, so that expertise, you know, is 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 widely needed throughout the systems, and and that way, you know, the advisor can talk to manufacturers, and the uh, and sellers could you know have somebody to talk to uh, as well about what the best option is for for homeowners. What have you been telling people to do in the short term, Leon? I mean, I mean, you know, it, obviously, yeah, building your own staff of energy advisors is 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 one thing, possibly a radical solution, but I usually like those. Um, the uh, the uh, what, what what are you what are you telling uh, uh, people like like the ones on that panel uh, that that we uh, we participated in? 
um, uh, who are who are having short term difficulties with getting uh, their energy advisors out advice for them. It's 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 really is uh, a challenge. Mm. And if you're outside of the GTHA, it's even worse. Uh, I've what I've heard that the uh, uh, is that uh, from from the industry leaders that I've spoken to is in many cases they're saying they're throwing their hands up and saying. We're, we're just telling our customers, forget about that $5,000. If you need a window, you need a window. Yeah. Uh, if you need a new furnace, you need a new furnace. So that's what has been happening. And um, and in the short term, um, you know, that, you know, that that's going to be the solution for people that, you know, have urgent problems, including actually my, my, my furnace might be on the fritz, but we'll see if I have another month of winter, hopefully only we can see if I can get through it. But um, but we've got to, We've got to actually uh, turn up the dial and get more people trained. And and it, because the federal government's not picking up the ball, uh, and uh, and uh, and taking out the advertisements in the newspapers and telling people to you know get this new training. And uh, although that's what uh, the OCEA is advocating for. And so these are complementary things that uh, you know, this is, and this is all, all of this is a, is a, is a team sport. You know, energy is a team sport. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not like solitaire. And, uh, and, uh, but we're, we're, what we're telling, we're, we're in at Resilient World Institute, what we're suggesting, which is partner of, uh, of, of OCEA on this, is that the, the key thing is to just get more people trained. Get more beyond, and and uh, and if there are people off the streets that are you know underemployed, that were used to you know bus at restaurants, uh, if they're not becoming energy advisors, then the people in the know, the people from the fenestration sector, uh, should you know speak to their you know to look in their own ranks if they're large enough and have the you know the expertise and want to have that expertise on their on their team, or speak to their to the people that they're already working with, designers and and others in the sector and they should advocate um, because of uh, enlightened self-interest to uh, to get the, their staff their uh, their their associated businesses their suppliers trained as soon as possible uh, because you know even though six months might sound like a long time to 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 change you know to turn out a, a new professional certainly is a lot shorter than than training to become an engineer or architect or, or other, other professionals, and um, and that's the only that's the only thing that is going to that is going to uh, uh, free up the uh, the, uh, the the log jam in the uh, in the in the in the rivers of our uh, of our uh, of our system here. Uh, that really is the key thing. So we need uh, we uh, we need people to explore the courses, to look at what the what the mandate of the federal government is, and. Uh, and register for it. And by the way, I should mention that uh, I, although I focused on and we focused on the energy advisor training, what the complementary skill to that, uh, because as I told you, in, in Ottawa, they take those reports and then they have to do analysis for the uh, and, and do the modeling. So we actually, Resilient World Institute also trains in, in the modeling. We're actually one of the very few trainers in, in, for that software. It's called HOT2000. It's energy modeling software specifically for single family homes. And again, Windows is a huge component of that, that training. So that's, uh, that is uh, instead of you know, a six day training program, that's a three day training program. 
uh, and, and we, do, we, we do that training as well on behalf of the federal government, on behalf of the industry. So those are Fantastic. two things, HOT 2000 are, are energy advisors. Well, as usual, Leon, it sounds like the government has the bright ideas and it's up to us in the industry to actually make them uh, become something. Uh, so uh, we're, uh, our, 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 if, if, if we want our customers and clients to be able to take advantage of these, of these greener home grants and, and actually achieve this you know, vision of, uh, of, of transforming the, the, the built space into a more energy efficient net zero uh, space, uh, you know, it looks like it's, uh, it's going to be sort of up to everybody. So uh, we're <laughs> that's 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 great, and and you've given us you've given us a great uh, a great overview of it here, Leon. I, I really thank you for your uh, your expertise on this. If if people have questions uh, about really, I, I guess any of this, Hot Two Thousand um, um, Energy Advisor Training, or I I think uh, you're obviously very knowledgeable even on green building generally. Uh, where can uh, where can they get a hold of you? Okay, to, to get trained, and that's what we're, that's one of the primary goals, I think, for today's session. <laughs> yeah, you, you could contact uh, you could contact me at Resilient World Institute. The URL for that is uh, www.rwiinstitute.ca. Uh, okay, um, and uh, and uh, and likewise, my email over there is Leon at rwinstitute.ca. You can reach me. My phone number is 416-473-4614, 416-473-4614. But also, and that's how you can get training for your own staff, uh, for your, your partners, for your architects, for the uh, engineers you work with, because uh, we, uh, we train generally uh, people from across the, uh, across, across the spectrum because it is a team sport. Uh, the other thing that I will tell you about is that uh, is that uh, the Ontario Sustainable Energy Association is advocating on behalf of the sector for energy solutions, and we are the uh, RWI doesn't speak to the government, but OSEA definitely does. And you can reach me at OSEA at uh, Leon at Ontario uh, is uh, Ontario hyphen SEA dot org. Ontario Leon at Ontario hyphen SEA dot org. Same phone number, and uh, those will get you into the into the process, the training or the advocacy for for more government help. Fantastic, Leon Wasser, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much, Patrick. It's been a pleasure. Fenestration Conversation is a presentation of Fenestration Review Magazine and Annex Business Media.